The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and thank you for tuning in live, hopefully, or if you've downloaded the podcast, thank you for doing that as well. This is your host for The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff. and if you've been tuning into the show, you know that we are here to help you get the tools and resources that you need to move your career forward by yourself. And if you're just tuning in and you're wondering what this show is about, you know, we're really here to talk about you taking control of your career, knowing that companies have moved away from kind of raising you within the company and and taking care of your professional development. So we're here to give you the tools that you need to do that for yourself and to to get a new job, to start your business, to move forward in your career in whatever way it is that you want to do that. So each week, I share my experience helping thousands of job seekers all around the country and the, and the world find positions, advance within their companies, and start their own businesses. And I bring in career experts to help provide a different perspective and provide some other tools that you might need in moving forward in your career. And at any time, if you want to ask a question or, or make a comment on the show, I love the feedback that we're getting at GetCareerSmart.com. GetCareerSmart.com is the blog where you can read the show descriptions each week and putting up some Get Career Smart tips especially those insights that we get from the guests that we have. So if you're following along at GetCareerSmart.com, please feel free to ask questions there, post your feedback, and you can always email me questions at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at AStrategicAdvantage.com. And today, I want to talk a little bit about career stability, and I find the idea of stability interesting. I got an email from a reporter, I believe with uh, Yahoo Education, and she was wondering if we would find a few minutes to chat so she could get some information for me for an article that she was writing on the five most stable careers. And I kind of smiled and laughed to myself and thought, oh boy, she doesn't know what she's getting into. Because if you want to get me going on a topic, career stability is definitely one to choose. And to me, career stability has changed in its definition 
and it it isn't what it used to be right we we know about the days where my grandfather and even my parents worked at the same job for their whole career or pretty close even with the same organization same company and today that is getting so much more rare and that's not a bad thing it doesn't have to be a bad thing so we're going to talk about that today we're going to talk about stability all the different ways that stability can look and and we're really going to be talking about the five things that you can do to make your own stability in your career. But this idea is very close to my heart, especially because of the people that I work with on one hand and because of my personal experience on the other. So watching my parents, and they both worked for government school type institutions, and they were very happy with their careers. They they knew what was coming, right? And and they pretty much knew that they weren't going to get laid off. And for me, and in my experience, that worked for them, right? So I found myself fairly perplexed when sitting at Colorado State University and working this very stable job, right? You are never going to get laid off. Very few people, even in the big downturn, got laid off from institutions like that. And so I knew that I was there for good. But I also knew that I was working, oh, probably 50 to 60 hours a week. And I loved my job. I knew what I, I, I loved what I did. But I could calculate for you based on the pay scale and the average percentage raise at the university. I could calculate for you exactly how much money I would be making in 35 years when I decided to retire. Wow. Now, some of you say, well, that might not be the way I'd look at it. And that's true. We all look at it differently. But for me, that wasn't necessarily stability. It was stuck. Right, That no matter what degrees I got or what I wanted to do, there was very little movement for me there. And part of that maybe wasn't as true as I thought it was at the time. But boy, did I feel stuck. People had put me in this kind of position, and that's the kind of role that I had. And I was getting my master's and wanted to do more, wanted to help students more. And it just seemed like that you know, those positions didn't really get to have the impact that I wanted to have. And they were very limited in their earning potential and really in my control of their earning potential. And so I felt stuck. It was kind of a different place to be, right? Especially when you think about, well, that's where my family had come from. And I, you know, that should be comfortable. And so I started to look about, about what really did stability mean? And for me, stability meant having an opportunity to do the things I wanted to do, learn what I wanted to learn, earn what I wanted to earn, and really take control of my own career. And what I like about today's world, today's job search, today's workforce, is that it's really the opportunity to do that. You're not forced to do it. If you really want to find the, st- the stability of a job, you'll probably still be able to find it, but it may not have that earning potential you want, may not have 
interesting problems to solve, whatever it, it may be for you, there may still be some of that stability out there. It is less. It is more competition for it. And it may not bring some of the things you want. So you have the opportunity now to create your own stability in a way that we really never had before because our economy is so fluid and disruptive, if that's what you want to call it, but it's creating more opportunities. And so when I think about how we move forward in our careers, that stability piece has changed. So fast forward about four years, and I'm working with a client who works at a large technology company. And this large technology company has laid off probably close to 30% of their workforce in the last five to seven years when I started working with this individual. And we are talking about her making a change. She wants to do something different. She wants to get out of her house working from home for this technology company, wants to try something that uses different skills. And we're having a conversation about what's keeping her from making that move, right? What's keeping you from taking that step? from maybe even applying. We're having trouble applying to positions. It was great to do the research, but then once the you know, soup came to the table and you really had to do something about it, she was having a hard time taking that step. And she said to me, Marie, I'm just not sure that I can leave the stability of my current organization. I'm just not sure I can leave the stability of my current organization. And I repeated that back to her. I said, so this, this organization offers you some stability. And she said, yes. And I said, well, tell me more about that. And she stopped and she said, hmm, I guess that knowing that what I'm talking about and, and really listening to myself There isn't much stability there. Tomorrow I could walk in and get laid off. And for most of us today, that might be true. Size of the company, whatever it might be. A lot of companies have that ability, right? Especially if you work in Colorado where it's an at-will state or any other state. But if you're in the government institutions, you may have a little less of that. But it still is true that that stability that we feel, we need to look at that and examine it. And is that really stability? Because if we're dependent on someone else to keep us employed, then we are counting on them to be stable. And we know that that's not always true, right? And so thinking about stability in our, in our careers, I want to talk with you today about five different things that I see that lead to stability. So the first, and we talk about this almost every week, is to know where you're going, to have that focus. And the recruiter from Yahoo, or the reporter from Yahoo Education, wanted to talk about specific careers that they'll be writing about and I'll post it to the the site and you can look at it but five careers that they saw as being stable I want to talk about that in a little different way 
So we'll talk about knowing where you're going. We'll talk about some fields and how we might decide if our field is going to be stable. Then we're going to talk about building a business case for yourself. And this is going to kind of go right into the branding and resume and some of those other things that we've talked about in the show. Along with that, the third thing, sell yourself because no one else will. And we'll talk about that and how that looks as you move through your career. Fourth thing, be likable and visible. So we're going to talk about those things again, kind of bringing together some of the ideas that we've talked about in the past. But knowing that if we're going to be stable in our career, we have to be likable and visible just like any other business person. And I'll use that analogy a lot during this show. And, and you might think, well, I don't want to be my own business. Well, you know, in the, in the world today, in the workforce today, we're going to talk about how you can do that. And we'll talk about how you can do it in a way that works for you. Then that fifth thing is that your network is your stability. One of my colleagues, Don Rasmussen, wrote a book, I think called Marketing, Marketability, Not Stability. Right, Your network, your ability to market yourself and having people to do that too, who already know, love, and trust you, that is your stability. And I've talked about that a a little bit already in the show, so we'll just touch on that briefly. But we'll come back in just a few minutes, and we're going to start talking about these five aspects to having your own career stability, knowing where you're going, building a business case, selling yourself because no one else will, being likable and visible, and having your own network so that you create your own stability. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. What do business and sports have in common? Both are based on competition, and the goal of each is the same, to win. If you're in business, you need an edge over your competitors. You need to innovate and improve. You need to make adjustments to stay ahead of your competition. Tune in to The Business Locker Room with Kelly Riggs. Get the playbook and the coaching you need to improve your business performance. The Business Locker Room airs live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. So welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we are talking about career stability and how it's changed and different ways that you might create your own stability in your career. And I've been telling you all a little bit about my story and and leaving Colorado State University and the stability, right, that, that are in those types of positions to start my own business. And I had a lot of people say, you know, well, aren't you afraid? Aren't you scared? And I saw things differently, right? I had a focus. I knew where I was going. I was building a skill set. I had relationships that were helping me get business. And I knew that I could use the skill set that I was gaining in a lot of different ways so that I could make money, right? And, and cover my expenses while also building and doing something that I loved. And so I, you know, I wasn't really scared. And my CPA, when we started talking about the second or third year of my business, he said, you know, you've done this very smart. You worked for someone, you learned about the business, then you did some contracting. And so all of that took the risk a little bit out of the business. It took some of the volatility out of it because I was doing it in a way that worked for me, right? I wasn't just launching and saying, these are the only things I'm going to do. And, and I, I, you know, I'm just going to have my own clients. I was doing things in a way that gave me an opportunity to start slow, to build and to be comfortable and therefore successful in what I was doing. And so when we're thinking about having control, right, being in charge of our own career, the first thing that we've got to do is know where we're going. And this is that focus piece of what skills you want to use, what your strengths are, right, that internal piece of where you're going. But it's also the external, that external piece of where is the industry going? Where is, what are the new needs going to be, right? And that's a big question. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a research question. And if we know where we're going in terms of our skill set and some of our strengths, we can scale it down a little bit, right? Where are, where's the industries going where I plug in? Where are the jobs coming from that use the skill sets that I have? One of the things that I saw a lot, probably about four years ago, is men and women coming out of the semiconductor industry, especially the manufacturing, but even some engineering, because a lot of that work was going overseas. And, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. And yet I wonder if they would have looked up while they were working, would they have seen the trend, the trend of businesses moving overseas, the trend of manufacturing moving overseas, that low-cost labor, that focus, if they were really connected to the industry, would they have had the opportunity to see that? 
I'm hearing a lot from people now who say, I can see forward in my industry and this is going to happen, so I want to get prepared. Yes, love it, right? Is it, are you paying attention? Are you looking forward? Are you hearing what the leaders of your company are saying? Are you seeking out that intelligence? There's a few different things that does for your career. One, it lets you know when there's a red flag and, and boy, maybe I should get things together and start, start making some preparations for a move. Two, it'll actually help you not have to move because as we talked with Susan Whitcomb, oh, probably the beginning of May, if you're plugged in and you're connected and know where the business is going, you're also going to have more value to the business and possibly be able to not have to make that move, right? To, to adjust and, and grow and evolve with the company instead of being let go. Not a fail safe, but, you know, it's something to think about that there are many reasons to stay in touch with what's going on. Now, I know there are those of you that say, I just want to go to work and do my job. Well, then you may think about what types of jobs are going to be the most stable. And this was my conversation with the reporter a few days ago, right? That if you are looking at a career, career change, whatever it might be, then you might look at things that are growing, right? Anything to do with computers, looking at that. You're going to have a skill set that will be used in many different ways and be able to evolve if you keep learning, right? You're still not going to get to keep your head down. If you keep learning and you're in that kind of a field, you will probably always have a job. Now, you'll notice I'm not going to say you will always have a job because we just don't know, right? Things move fast and jobs change so quickly. If you're in those fields, you keep your head up, you keep learning, And you direct your learning. Don't expect a company to do it for you. But if you're directing your learning, staying on top of it, and you're in that kind of a field, you may have that chance. So looking around at at your world and thinking about, you know, if I'm choosing between a few different types of careers I might make, what's going to stick around? Where are things going? And Daniel Pink and some of the other people that are kind of at the forefront, right, Thomas Friedman, read some of their stuff about where they think the world is going. Don't buy into the gloom and doom and the world is going to fall apart, but where do they see things going? And Dan Pink talks a lot about marketing and how companies are, you know, you can't differentiate much more on price. You can't differentiate on some of these other things. So it's going to be their ability to market, to be creative in their design. And so those types of positions, too, are going to have value. In the automated world, right, everything has software, everything is automated. Plugging into that kind of world might also be a good fit for longevity in a career. And yet still we know that companies are going to lay off. And so we need to be at the top of our game with our skill sets and all of those things, even if we are in a career path that continues to have good viability. So knowing where we're going, not just our strengths, our skills, what we want to do, although that is very important. Where is the market going? How can we plug in? How will we add value in the future? It's a bigger question. And if we think about it ahead of time, My hope is that then our move can be shorter, our time without pay shorter, 
our our search faster because we we knew what was coming in some ways and we knew how we might plug in in the next step and maybe even most critically we had the skill set to be able to do that so if we're doing those things and we're thinking about where we're going the next piece is can we build a business case for how we'll add value right can you convince that next employer or even your current employer that you bring value. And if you're not keeping track of things and if you can't speak to any specifics, you're going to have a hard time selling yourself. I was speaking at a networking event, oh, probably two years ago now, and talking about resumes. And I was talking about this exact point that in a resume, in an interview, on your LinkedIn profile, whatever it might be, you need to be able to communicate how you added value. And the more specific you can be with that, the better, without going to at detail length agnosium, right? But if you can communicate your value and talk about specific things you've done, you're going to have a much stronger resume, res- interviewing, all of those things. And a gentleman came up to me afterwards and he said, I, you know, I just can't talk about what I do in that way. There, it's not quantifiable. There's no value. And I said, well, it doesn't have to be quantifiable, right? Value isn't always quantifiable. And he said, well, I just can't do that. And I'm a nice lady, so I didn't say this. But afterwards, I thought, well, then you just aren't going to get hired or you just aren't going to get the level of position you want, right? Because if you can't communicate why someone should hire you, they aren't going to know. If you can't communicate your value, they don't know how to value you. And that is the piece of it that's up to us, right? It's, it's changed. People look at things differently. Employers value things differently. And listing of things that a job description used to be enough now I want to know how you added value. What did you do? And if you're not keeping track of those things, then you will have a hard time selling yourself, which is going to be what we'll talk about next, right? Build that case for why you've earned a promotion. Build that case for why you deserve a raise. Build that case for why you need that new job. And do it today. Do it every day. Don't wait until you're unemployed. Those are probably the hardest resumes and interview preparation conversations I have with people. When I say, tell me about a time when, and they freeze because they can't remember specifics. Write them down now. Start a Word document, and when you do something good, make a note. You know, it may seem like bragging, but if it's true, it ain't bragging, right? So, and you... If you can't do it, no one else can do it for you. So write those things down. Document those truths. Then you can tell them as truths later and they won't sound hollow or braggy because they're truths. So keep a record of those successes. And make sure that as you're doing your work, you're tracking those things. So that you can build that business case for yourself with facts when you need to, whether it's for a promotion, raise, or in your job search. All of those 
conversations will go so much smoother when you have that data backing you up that this is why you deserve it, right? So we're going to go into selling yourself. So what do you do with all of these pieces of fact that you've collected? And and really that you we have to be able to sell ourselves because no one else will. So we're going to dig into that just a little bit deeper when we get back and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now... Back to The Career Confidant. So we are back here on The Career Confidant, and this is your host, Marie Zimanoff, And we are talking about career stability. And stability in today's world is different. And you probably notice that if you are in job search or even in your own company and starting to look around and seeing them the mobility, right? Seeing the movement around you. And that movement has actually picked up since the economy got better because people now see an opportunity to move, to improve their situation, to use different skills. And so that movement has started to maybe even be a little more rapid than it was during the downturn when people were leaving. Now people are leaving, coming, and going. And all of that movement has created opportunity, created opportunity. And that opportunity for us is to direct our own career in using the skills we want to use, doing the problem solving we want to solve, and yes, even earning what you want to earn if we can do some of these things. 
So we've talked about knowing where you're going. What is the skills you want to use? What are your strengths? And a little bit of that goes to your brand. And then what's your market, right? Where are you going? Who, who are you targeting? And where are they going? And how are you going to add value? And boy, if you're employed, the opportunity you have to do that, to, to keep your pulse to keep the pulse of the industry, to know where things are going, and to possibly be able to see the red flags before you are downturned, right, laid off, whatever it might be, those are, those are what you're looking for, looking for those keys. Then we've got to have, be able to build a business case for ourselves. So if we see movement, we see where things are going, and boy, we think we deserve a promotion or a raise or we might need a new job because we can see things are headed in a direction that's not good for us. We need to have some facts, some figures, whatever it might be that works in our industry, put together so that we can tell the story of our value to that future company or to the company where we are now. Third thing, and this is a little bit harder, especially for those fellow introverts who are listening Sell yourself, no one else will. Now, I'm not going to claim to have mastered this. I still look at things occasionally and think, well, geez, you know, this person's doing that or this person's doing that, and I'm doing that, and I'm just not as good at promoting it, right? I'm not good at, not as good at selling it. And I've learned to sell myself in ways that do work for me, right? I found early that speaking worked really well for me, which no one would have ever guessed. And if you've read some of my LinkedIn profile, you know that, right? I, I, I think I almost passed out in speech class in, in college and high school. And then I got into giving presentations for career-related things and just went, wow, when I know my stuff and I feel like I'm adding value, this comes really easy. And it became a great way for me to build my business through speaking. I do it a little bit through writing. That's hard because I'm also writing for my clients and they tend to get more of my creative juices than I would have to do other writing too. But I like to write and that works for me. And I also do well at building relationships through volunteering. So I volunteered with my local HR society, volunteered as a Rotarian, all of those things that allow me to build relationship and do something meaningful and provide an opportunity for me to sell what I do in a comfortable way. So figure out how to do that for yourself. What ways do you do well at communicating your strengths? And sometimes it's not even that you need to do it proactively like a business person would, You need to be able to do it when the time is right, which goes back to having those facts and figures and success stories ready. And it also comes with knowing those things, not just that you've written them down so you can share them, but you have the confidence in sharing them. And being able to talk about what you've done with confidence and be confident in your skills and your strengths And how you add value, that is the power of being able to sell yourself. And a lot of times when I'm just writing a resume for a client who hasn't helped, had me help them with the whole process, and they'll say, wow, 
you know, I got a job so fast just from this resume. And I smile and I think it, it wasn't just the resume. It was because the act of doing those things, the act of gathering the data, talking about what you've done, connecting to the value that it brings, the act of doing that gives you confidence in selling yourself on paper, on the social mediums that you're on, and in person. And I think internally, although I don't consider myself to be one of the you know mystical woo-woo types, I think internally, when we feel like we deserve something, we can feel like that and not have the stuff to back it up. And that's what people call entitlement, right? Or we can feel like that and be able to back it up. And that is confidence. When we know we deserve something and we can back it up. And that's what I wish for you is that ability to sell yourself whether you're job seeking and you've got to do it a little more proactively or you're in a company and you'll do it a little bit more sleuthly, right? For you to be able to communicate your value confidently at the appropriate time. That is selling yourself and being okay with that, right? I mentioned Rotary and this is one of the fights that's going on in Rotary. Rotary has been around for over a hundred years and yet, Very few people know the good work that Rotary International does. Maybe they know about polio and that Rotary is eliminating polio worldwide, but they might think that's Bill and Melinda Gates who have done a heck of a lot of work to help or some of the international aid and health organizations. The truth is that it started with Rotary and that Rotary has raised a lot of the money to do that. However, Rotary has also struggled with promoting themselves, right? We're here to do good, our mission is to do good, and we're not going to boast about it. The problem with that is that when you're not boasting and people don't know what you're doing, you don't have members, right? You don't get people attracted to help you do things. And so Rotary's struggling with that right now. Their membership has stayed steady, but it's not growing as much as they would like it to, partially because they've taken that stance of not promoting what they're doing don't be don't be rotary right be able to share what you're you're doing share what you're doing well at the appropriate time which kind of rolls in here to our fourth thing of being likable and visible so we talked quite a bit about likability and i was referencing the harvard business review I think it was from 2010, maybe a little bit earlier, likable fools versus competent jerks, and talked about that quite a bit. But it, it is true, right, that it's hard to hire you to do any of those things, promote you if we don't like you. And at the end of the interviewing session a few weeks ago, I talked a little bit about changing our mindset about an interview. An interview is not a sales pitch in itself. A sales pitch can be pushy, slimy, right? All of those things. Our interview was also to build a connection, to be likable, to see if we like the other person. And if we're not doing that on our daily job, we're probably going to have a hard time getting promoted or building the network, which is the last thing we're going to talk about, to get that next job. So, 
thinking about that every day, right? How are we interacting with people? How are we, how are we working? How are we job seeking? And are we doing that and keeping that as a core value in everything that we do to respect others, be considerate, to put ourselves in other people's shoes, all of those things. I'm not asking you to be likable in a hollow way, right? To genuinely be connecting with people, nice to people, handling conflict, all of those pieces that we have to do to keep relationships and relationships will result in us having more mobility, right? Which we're going to talk about next. So being visible might look in a, might look differently, a few different things that that might be. One is going back to knowing where you're going, right? If you know where the company's going, you're listening to the leaders in the industry, you're participating in some way with the corporate hubbub, right? Whether that's giving input or listening or asking good questions, that increases your knowledge, increases your mobility, and it increases your visibility. So that internally, again, you can make those moves if you need to, because you're known, right? If you're a known quantity. I love that people always say it's who you know. I think that went out the window, oh, maybe five years ago, because really it's who knows you? Who knows you? And not just who knows you, but who knows, likes, and trusts you. That's where our mobility lies. And our ability to communicate with confidence to them is important. But really, we have to be a known quantity. So that visibility internally, helping you move forward, helping you build a network, even if you end up moving, When my husband got laid off for the second time in three years, typical for an engineer, he got his job before we even could file the unemployment paperwork because his boss from his old company knew him, liked him, trusted him, and referred him for a position at his new company. So if we're thinking about mobility and stability, Being visible and liked internally may be just as important as what we're going to talk about right after the break, which is being visible and liked in a little bit more broad sense. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to keep talking about being likable and visible and how that relates to your career stability. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for the second stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. 
We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. This is your host, Marie Zemanoff. And today we are talking about career stability. And we've been talking about knowing where you're going, your internal plus the external of where the market's headed, talking about learning, um, building a business case for yourself, keeping track, being able to communicate those facts when it's appropriate, selling yourself when no one else will, right? Have confidence, tracking those things, knowing your skill sets, building that confidence so that you can communicate confidently and sell yourself because no one else will. We're talking a little bit about being visible and likable. And before the break, we were talking about that in a more internal sense, right? And how that internal visibility can help you move internally, also help you move externally. There are ways that you might want to be more visible externally, even if you're not job seeking, but especially if you are. And social media allows you the opportunity to do that. Social media allows you to be more visible and to stay visible, right? Whether it's on LinkedIn and you're sharing updates with your network that are related to your area of expertise, you're staying visible. On Twitter, having conversations, building that group of people on Twitter, your community that is focused around your professional and and maybe a little bit of personal, you're staying visible. You may want to start a blog, right? If you're thinking about moving or doing something different, start to share your expertise. Start Start to share your expertise as it develops. Social mediums will be a good way to get that out. But that visibility piece to your own network to new networks, to the industry, and of course to your internal company can be a good way of keeping that stability, right? It's why a business uses a newsletter. Even though people might delete it, whatever it might be, you are keeping in front of people. They're remembering your name once a month, once a week, whatever it might be. And That ability to stay visible and share value on social media especially can really help you maintain your mobility, stability throughout your career because you are 
having to build your expertise to be able to do those things, to, to be visible, you're sharing content, you're staying on top of things, and other people are seeing that and staying in touch. Now, of course, being visible with at a more deeper level can help you move faster and, and just create more meaningful relationships, right? To connect with the people that you enjoy, to connect with those colleagues at conferences, at whatever it might be, trade shows, or even just going out to coffee or lunch, connecting with those people so that you're visible to them, but also obviously maintaining those relationships, which gets us into that networking piece. And that's the last piece of your stability equation, right? That network, your network is probably directly related. I should figure out the equation. Your network and the size of your network, the strength of your network, right? How many people really know, love, and trust you probably be very directly related to how fast you move, if you're able to find what you want, all of those things. Every client that I work with who's able to find a handful of people and say, these people know, love, and trust me, I'm going to connect with them, tell them what I'm looking for, right? Their search just skyrockets because they enlist the help of others. And it's very common sense, right? Everything goes faster when there's more hands to do it. And if we already have that group of people that know, love, and trust us, it makes it so much faster and easier to get their help. And we don't feel bad asking for their help, right? It's not a burden. They want to help us. We want to help them. Maybe we have helped them. It's all of those pieces that we're talking about in our network, that we've got those people that can jump in and help us out. Not because we're asking them to necessarily, but we have to ask, but because they want to and because they're already part of our circle. And if you're you're working, that is the best time to build your circle, right? Because you can build it more genuinely. You can build it slower. You can provide value before you have to ask for value. All of those things can go better when we're not having to ask for someone's help right now, right? And that network is really how you're going to move forward. If you hear any businesses talk, they talk a lot about referrals, right? Happy Keeping customers happy, getting referrals. So much easier to keep a customer than to get a new one. What they're talking about really is their network, right? Or one of my favorite terms, their brand evangelists. Create your own brand evangelists, right? By doing all the things we talked about at the beginning. People can't sell you if they don't know you. People can't sell you if they don't know what you're going for. People can't sell you if you can't communicate to them what you can do. And people won't sell you if they don't like you. That network of people is your power. And you are someone else's power, right? It's not a one-way street. So as you're going through and thinking about your stability, I would challenge you to not rest that in the hands of a company. A company is not stable. 
a company cannot provide you with stability. I don't think it ever really did. I think there was just less volatility. But even in the good old days working for GM, at any moment things could have changed, and they did. And they will again. And I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm not a gloom and doom type. It's that you have the power. You have the power and you have everything you need to stay ahead of the curve. You have everything you need to take control. All it requires of you is really picking your head up. And most people have started to do this, right? They, they see the writing on the wall. So go ahead and pick your head up. Start paying attention to what's going on in your industry. Start looking forward in your own career. Where are you headed? For me, it came naturally, maybe a little too naturally, right? I like to look at what's coming next. For others, it won't come as natural. And so you'll have to look at it a little bit. Get engaged in your industry. Let others who like to look forward do it for you and give you that information. And then get comfortable with knowing where you're going, building a business case for yourself, selling yourself because no one else will, being likable and visible internally and as externally as you want to be, and building that network with a strong, genuine foundation of people who know, like, and trust you. And if you're thinking about stability, start talking about it and thinking about it as your mobility. What's your career mobility? What's your job mobility? That's your stability. So I hope that you're following along with us at GetCareerSmart.com. You can always reach out to me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at AStrategicAdvantage.com. And we will see you next week right here on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.